This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. I love a Ravens week. Even though the odds are very slim that this will mean anything if you come away with a win, I still get that juice going when I see that dumb bird on the side of that helmet. It's Even though both teams are pretty much out of the playoffs, you still get amped up. Oh, my God, and they're going to kill each other I have a question. Is this the latest in a season these teams have faced each other? With It's got to be both, a while now. With both teams out of it. Out of it. These, or essentially out of it. These two teams Because have... two years ago in 2019 when it was Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph that year, the Steelers were, again, on the road in Baltimore fighting for a playoff spot. And the Baltimore Ravens had already locked up the number one seed. I don't know the latest into a season these teams have faced each other without being in contention for the playoffs. These two teams have just been trading back and forth the AFC North forever. Actually, you know, I saw a random stat. I think it was since 2005 the Bengals have won five AFC Norths. There's a date where the Bengals have won X amount of AFC North titles, and it's actually the same amount as the Baltimore Ravens have won. So the Steelers have really been the top tier cream of the crop kind of team. Oh, uh, it doesn't sh- that doesn't surprise me. But the no. Ravens have been number 2 in the national uh eye. And you're right. These two teams for both of them to be sitting at home come playoff time is so rare. You are right, Tom. Since 2005, the Bengals have won 5 in 2005, 09, 13, 15 and then this year. 21. The Ravens have won it in 06, 2011, 2012, 18, and 19. That's and we all know times. who's won it every time since uh, that you didn't mention because there's no way in hell the Browns have won it. 2007, <laughs> 2008, 2010, 2014, 16, 17, and 20. Eight. It's not, it's, is that eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. Seven to the other two's five. And then the Browns have never it's won it. It's pretty even. The Browns have never won it. It's kind of shocked me. How many times the Bengals have won it? Like that's I would have figured it would be like eight, eight, and three. That's why I remembered that stat off the top of my head that you looked up and confirmed because when they won this year, someone said that and they were like, you know, Steelers, no Ravens, Steelers, Ravens, Steelers, yeah. Ravens, Steelers, Ravens, Steelers, Ravens. Not at all. And he was like, it's, it's Bengals, Ravens are equal. Like the Bengals and not are the far behind the Steelers. But the one thing that separates the Bengals and the Ravens is those years the Bengals didn't win the division, they didn't make the wild card. Those years the Ravens didn't win the division, there's a really good chance they made the wild card. Steelers-Ravens being at home in mid-January into February, that's rarefied air in the mm-hmm. NFL. Very rarefied air. And in fact, I don't know this for sure. Well, I do know for sure in 2005 this was the case. But <laughs> the year that the Bengals, the years the Bengals won the division, I would not be shocked if either a Ravens or a Steelers, or maybe both on occasions, were one of the wild cards. Well, we know it is. It was true in 2005. Of course. We know it was true in 2016. I don't know the other instance. Uh, 20, 2009, uh, I don't believe the Steelers made the playoffs that year. That was the year after, after Super they Bowl the Super 43. Bowl. And they, they always do that. When they go to the Super Bowl, when they win the Super Bowl, they can't make it back the next year. Uh, 2013, the Steelers didn't make the playoffs. 2015 was the year I was referring to. Uh, and that's it. 2021, we don't know if the Steelers are going to make it this year or not. We don't know if the Steelers are going to make it Probably this year. Probably not. We don't know if the Ravens are going to make it this year. Most likely not for the Ravens. 2009, that year the Bengals won the division. The Ravens were a wild card team, and they went into New England in the wild card round and won that game. So it's just it's it's always a Steelers really? or a Ravens team. It's always a Steelers or a Ravens team coming out of the North. 
Except for this year, where the torch has been passed completely to Cincinnati, and no one is able to scratch their way into a wild card spot. No, so that just goes to show how good the AFC is. It does because even though the Steelers and Ravens aren't there, they're still in the race. Yeah, and they are until the very end of the Mm -hmm. season. I mean, until Week 18, you know, coaches are in the locker room saying there's a chance. I think I also saw a stat, Tom, that said in the Tomlin era. There have only been two Week 17, now Week 18 instances, years, where the Steelers were eliminated before the final week of the season. Wow. I think it came in 2009 and then either 2012 or 13. The only two times that Week 17 or Week 18 was irrelevant to this team because they couldn't make it. It, A year like this where it's a quote-unquote bad year for the Steelers really puts into perspective just how great this franchise is. This is your bad year. You're eight, seven, and one with a chance, rather slim chance, but a chance in week eighteen to still make the playoffs. And this is your bad year. This oh, is no. your, this oh. is one of your worst teams oh, that no. you've seen. Your your best defensive player is about to break the all time season single season right. sack record. Oh no, your first round pick is about to eclipse a thousand yards rushing and five hundred yards receiving. Broke the team rookie record. Oh no, your team sacked the quarterback for the fifth consecutive year More than at anybody least fifty else. times. And they're gonna be the high water mark for sacks again in the NFL because yep. they're they're gonna get at least five against the Ravens. I guarantee yep. that. Oh 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 no, you're fighting for a playoff spot in the final week of the season. But what? it it is like one of the worst it years is. I can no, remember. Abs- absolutely, but absolutely man, can it get a lot worse? I mean, just look at the team yes. you need to win this week, the Jaguars. I mean uh, we were doing the Steelers preview show last night on D V E and uh Prezuda had uh Cole Pepper some guy who works down in Jacksonville covers the Jaguars in multiple capacities. And it was funny, like when they went off the air in the break, Matt Williamson, the co-host that night was just like, man, you imagine covering that team this year. And he was a great guest and credit to Cole. He was energetic and he, Mm -hmm. he brought a lot of good stuff to the equation, but it's gotta be a slog. And they even asked him at the end and he was like, Are you excited? He was like, Enjoy the game on Sunday, I guess. And he was like <laughs> he was like, Well, I am gonna enjoy it because I know the end is nigh. So uh, it has to be a slog when you're working for those kind of teams. Absolutely. And the I Steelers don't know. never get to that level. They never drop to that extreme bottom out. I don't know. I can't imagine what it would be like to have a football team that doesn't perform to this standard year after year. Right, like I, I'm a fan of the Penguins. I'm a fan of the Pirates, but I, 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 I think both of us, our favorite teams in the city, are the Pittsburgh Steelers by far and away. And to not to not have your favorite team perform at this level year in and year out, I, I can't imagine. I couldn't imagine having like. you do these shows every a loss, 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 no. a loss. Like it'd be so boring. It's so boring. Like, it's tough to talk about the losses when the Steelers lose. I couldn't imagine 15 straight weeks of just losing. Hey, crack the microphones. We lost again. <laughs> like, well, it, what's, what, how does the conversation change? At least the Steelers give you a little something, give you that hope. Keep that heart rate monitor going all the way up until week 18. So, yeah, it's been a disappointing season, but God, you got you to gotta find some perspective, Steelers fans. Like, it still had a ton of memorable moments. The sack record being broken, potentially. Najee's rushing record as a rookie for the Steelers. And Big Ben's farewell. Yes. 2021 will not end in a playoff spot, most likely. 
but you're still gonna twenty years down the road be like twenty twenty one had some moments. Do you remember that? Do you remember that Monday night game? You remember when Juan broke game? the sack record in Baltimore? Remember when Najee stiff armed uh, MJ Stewart into the moon? Like you're gonna remember moments from this season and. You think Jaguars fans are going to remember anything from this year? Well, they will because Urban was such a clown show, but there will be bad memories. There won't be any No, it good won't ones. be. Oh, remember when our franchise changed forever when we drafted Trevor Lawrence and he had the best rookie year of all time? Can he show up maybe on Sunday It'd for once? It'd be nice. Like, like, you got rid of your coach. Like, God he's gone. mighty, dude. Play. Be a number one pick. Like, like, you have the weapons. Like, remember. Like, James Robinson is still out there chugging along for you. Last year, yeah, no one can bench him anymore because right, they got exactly. rid of Urban. You, like, Burrow's rookie year before he got hurt. The Bengals weren't good, but you saw it. Like, yeah. you saw Burrow was Justin Herbert be good. won AFC, or won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, Chargers were up and down that year. They, they were one game away from a 500 record. But. You saw it out of those two guys. Like, even though Burrow was struggling to get to three or four wins before he went down, you were like, this guy is good. Like, this guy gets the NFL. And then, sure enough, fast forward to this year, I think Burrow should get MVP votes. and He's, he's probably going to get MVP votes. And he's won the division. And he's setting himself up to be the guy. I mean, Mahomes is still the guy, but I think Burrow is probably 1B I think, now. I think it's Mahomes and Burrow and Herbert who are, are the lead three, the, way. the top three guys yes. right now. How about not just not just Trevor Lawrence, any of the rookie quarterbacks? Like, I think Mac Jones was given a little too much credit for the teams, the Patriots' overall success. But I he's think, still good. Like he's, he's good enough. I don't think he's that great. I was we'll worried. About, I was worried about him. And I know it's the Jaguars, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. But it was good to see him get back, finally, back I mean, on track. You got to do that. Yeah, that, especially not, especially headed. You don't want to free fall into the playoffs. Um, but then you look at Chicago at Justin Fields. A lot of potential there still. Still, but and I get that Matt Nagy is still hanging around. But here's the thing: Fields has shown you stuff. Yes. Jones has shown you stuff. Yes. Even Trey Lance, when he was in playing, substitute moments, has shown you stuff. He won a game last week for the Niners, right. a game they had to have. You have not seen anything As, other than bad play from I, Trevor Lawrence. I couldn't tell you, like you mentioned. Even Zach Wilson has had some moments where you're like, wow, that's athletic. Zach I don't Wilson think he's any good. good. Zach yeah. Wilson has beaten the Titans. He's 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 almost defeated the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He almost uh, went toe-to-toe with, um, who was it last week? They, they were the at the door of the Buccaneers. He almost yeah. beat the Buccaneers. I mean, there are plays that stick out to me from all those guys. I can't name for, you one play. Exactly. I can't recall one play e- this season exactly. from Trevor I know it's not fair for Fields because we saw a full game of Fields when he came to Heinz Field. But, like, still before that, that, that game, I think it was against the 49ers, that fourth down run for a touchdown, yes. that scramble. The run that Zach Wilson had a couple weeks yeah, ago was absolutely. not, like, you're right. There's moments and highlight packages from all of these guys except for Trevor Lawrence. And, and course, it's kind of crazy Of course Trevor Lawrence is the one you need. Because Trevor Lawrence and his offense, I know other teams have better overall teams, like the Patriots have a great defense and a great coach. The Niners have a great defense and a great coach. But Trevor Lawrence's offense He's got weapons galore, and somehow he's not able to utilize those to his advantage. It's been a very, very peculiar thing and something I'd be pretty worried about if I was a Jaguars fan. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Uh Steelers, disappointing season, yeah, but one that has a lot of good memories and one that has a chance to have an even better memory added to it with a win against the Ravens. You always want to beat the Ratbirds. Season sweep of the Ravens and the Browns, man, that'd be something to really, that'd be another one of those 2021 exactly. good memories you, to hang your hat on. You can on. look back and say, oh, we didn't make the playoffs, but 
Banner in his last year swept the Bengals and the Browns. Not, and like, the, I, not I, the Bengals, I give, the Ravens. Sorry, the Ravens. Uh, we don't talk about the Bengals. I, I give credit to the Bengals for winning the division this year, but still, even though the Browns and Bengals have been equally like not great, even though the Bengals we've mentioned have won five division titles since Brown, 2005. The Bengals have been far better than the Browns. But I still look at the Ravens and the Browns as, as the two bigger rivals to the Steelers. Than the Bengals? Than the Bengals. I do, too. And I mean, so I the get, bur- don't get me wrong. The perfect years really did a lot of catching up. Of course. But... Uh, absolutely. Especially now looking at the, the long-term damage it did to one specific Steeler. I However, don't I, hate them right now, though. No, nah, I don't hate them at all. Like, it's like annoying. they're kind of sick. <laughs> it's, kinda, it's annoying. Like, they're because a sick I should team. dislike them. But it was so fun to watch them go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. Like and they did. It's so fun to watch went, Jamar Chase ha- make every catch. Earlier in the year when they went toe to toe with the with the Packers. Packers. Like they're playing good teams well. They're not backing down. The only time I've seen them really back down was against the Browns. And it's a it's a brand of football that's fun. Like it's not like the Titans rising up by running the ball thirty thousand times down your throat and playing defense. I like, still like that a lot. It's fun because Henry's such a unique style for that. But God. like. The, the Bengals happy. throw that thing around, man. Like are, that, are, that is a fun arena football esque offense to watch. Really quickly on the Titans, is it kind of a good thing the Steelers aren't going to make the playoffs this year? Because if they face the Titans and Derrick Henry again, like Derrick Henry is going to want to say, "You guys didn't see me the first time around this you're year. You're going to see me this time. I'm going to run for 300 yards. You're going to see my ponytail a lot because yeah. you're going to be chasing after." But yeah, I, 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 I don't get why I'm not annoyed or I'm not frustrated by the Bengals or I'm no. not I'm not hating the Bengals this year. But I still have that vitriol for these Baltimore Ravens. Absolutely. And, and the, same with the Browns. And too. the Steelers have done a really good job of stopping the Ravens in the Lamar Jackson era. I know you probably won't see Lamar Jackson in this game, but hey no, they a, are the best team. A downgrade at, at that position is just as welcome. I mean they are the best team at, at stopping or defending Lamar Jackson. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have been since he's Risen to his MVP season. And Mike Tomlin said about how they were able to stop Chubb twice this year, although 4.8 yards per carry the last game, I think Stefanski did a lot more of stopping Chubb than the Steelers did. Four carries in the first half? Yeah, it's absurd. And he was doing really well when he got the ball, too. Yeah, I think in the first half, four carries, but he averaged like eight yards per carry. And then he just stopped running the ball. So, But he said the familiarity they have with the Browns and Chubb is what helps them in that kind of an aspect. And... Same thing with the Baltimore Ravens. You have that familiarity with Baltimore. You kind of know what to expect from them, and especially if Lamar's out, then Huntley's not going to be as mobile or kill you with the legs like uh, a Lamar Jackson would. So I- I- I'm pretty confident in the Steelers in this one, honestly. I, I think they match up well with the Ravens uh defensively. Sure. Offensively, I think it's an abysmal matchup because the Ravens are Awful against the pass, and the Steelers are awful at passing the football. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger threw for 123 yards just a week oh, ago. On 45 passes. So they're awful at throwing the football, and the Ravens give up a lot of big plays to wide receivers. Well, Deontay Johnson's most likely going to be down this week. So, you know, it's 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 tough when you look at the offensive matchup because you want to run Najee, but they're really good against the run. You need to throw the ball against this team, but you suck at throwing the football on offense. So I think I, I look at the defensive side of the ball, and as they have for almost every single one of the Steelers' eight wins this year, win the football game on the defensive side, and I think they do match up really well. Obviously, the run defense for the Steelers is still a joke, 
but I don't feel threatened by the Ravens' rushing attack like I had for the Browns game or Mm -hmm. even the games prior to that with the Vikings or the Bengals where they got touched up by some really good feature backs. I I think the Steelers' familiarity with the Ravens will be able to hold that rushing game down just enough, and I think if Lamar doesn't go, which he most likely won't, I, I think Tyler Huntley is a pretty favorable quarterback to go up against if you're the Steelers' defense and. He took five sacks just a week ago in the Ravens game against the Rams. I think T.J. Watt might get a couple of sacks himself against them. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and you've done better than any other NFL team at stopping Lamar Jackson, there's no reason you should excel at stopping Huntley, right? Yeah, I mean, he's not going to do anything close to the level of play that Lamar has. I mean, Lamar's an MVP. Right. Huntley's a good backup. Yeah. For Lamar. And I think that if you really just go in there sleepwalking, he can beat you. Um hasn't been hasn't been the case this year as they've lost what is it, five straight now that they've lost. But I, I think you don't if, really if, see them do that too often. No, if you sleepwalk through it though, I think he can beat you. So you, you still have how to be on your P's and Q's. It, excuse me, how remarkable is it that the Ravens have lost five in a row all the way up until week eighteen and still can Find their way into the play. That sucks, man. If I was a Ravens fan, I would. I would have won. So I just would have won. It. But I would just be so upset because, like, oh my god, just one more win and we're probably in. Just mm. one win down that stretch run. And but they've played. They've played good. Teams oh yeah, too. they've had a very tough schedule. There's winnable games in that schedule though. Like the Browns one was one. I mean, that, they've kept games close. The Browns one was one that they should have had. Um, that one got away from them, and then they tried to make a really nice comeback. Uh, to be honest with you, at Pittsburgh, the last time that. Well, Lamar got hurt in that Browns game at Cleveland. But the last time you saw Lamar in full 60-minute action was, was at Pittsburgh. And first they lost 20-19. to 19. Should have won that game, too. Uh, but you're right. I mean, that Packers game, two-point conversion, they win. And they're probably in the playoffs. Same thing with the Steelers game. I mean, two-point conversion, and they win. So if Harbaugh's two-point conversion luck, you know, if the— if the roulette ball falls into the red spot instead of the black spot, if he gets a little lucky— they're a two-more-win team. They got 10 wins. They're in the playoffs as a wild card Absolutely. Spot. So really, really close to being a playoff team were the Ravens, but just going to fall just short in that five-game losing streak. And you're right. Other than that Bengals game, I mean, they lost to the Steelers by a point. They lost to the Browns by two points. They lost to the Packers by a point. They lost to the Bengals by 20. And then they lost to the Rams by a point. And Jacob, they lost by a point or two points in four of these five losses. That's unheard of. Are we going to mention the uh, decision by Coach Harbaugh to? Uh... I, listen, against the Steelers, I don't think you should have gone for two. I, I think you could have risked playing overtime with that team. You got to go for two against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers when you don't have when Marlon Humphrey goes down in that game and you have no one in that secondary. Got to go for two against Rodgers. I lose that coin toss. Even if I win that coin toss and I have to punt. Game over. He's taking it down the field and scoring. Steelers game, I think you could be a little bit more critical on that one. Not as fearful of the Steelers offense touching me up in overtime like I would have been or like I was of the Packers offense. Mm So I'll be critical of him against Pittsburgh, but I like the call against Green Bay. And that's what we like to call that's what we like to call a little bit of nuance, Jacob. I can see why you would say that. I just you're you can't you can't uh, argue against it, or you can't make sense of it against uh, P- 
Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. There's nothing to fear on that offense. I take that I take that game into overtime ten times out of ten. I think my defense can get a stop if I lose the coin toss, or maybe I win the coin toss and I go down and field and score. So I I think that's one where you can look at and be like, mm, you got to know, take the temperature of who you're playing against and figure that one out. Mm. But come on, I'm not giving the ball to, to Aaron Rodgers. If, if I have a chance to get two yards to beat Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to take it every single time. And I think it's also we have to remember the season that the Ravens had early on this year. They were barely pulling they were out winning, wins. They were winning one-score games. They, well, first of all, remember it's all started against Monday night on the, against the Raiders. They lost that game. They barely beat the Chiefs. One it point. was just a gutsy call by John Harbaugh. That one, that one worked out. One point. <clears throat> the longest field goal in NFL history against the Lions. Two points. Uh, the Ravens, or sorry, the Colts jumped out to this huge first half lead, and it was just this crazy comeback effort by the Ravens. Six point win. Yep. Um, they blew out the Chargers. Blew out the Chargers. That was like their only really, really impressive win. But then they got, got wrecked out by, by the, the Bengals. Bengals. Three point win against the Vikings. Barely beat the Vikings. Lost to the Dolphins on that wild Thursday night game. Three point win against the Bears. Yep. Six point win against the Browns. Chargers. Then, Chargers. The only game. Well, Broncos and Chargers. Right, but only the, two. The they Broncos handled. you expect them to beat. To beat. Twenty three to seven was a little bit of a blowout as far as the Ravens are concerned. But those are the only two teams that they've been able to handle this year. Everybody else has played a really close game. They've been on that razor's edge almost every single week, and it's just fallen onto the wrong side of the fence the past five weeks. And that when you play in games that close, that's gonna it's gonna even out like that. So early in the year, they're winning all those one score close games, and you that's knew, fine. You knew it was gonna come back around. When teams learn who you are after watching you all year long, they're gonna they're gonna know how to beat a close a close battling team, and that's what's happened. So you stop the run. And you do the same thing you did against Cleveland. You, you keep them. That's what Tomlin said. You, you keep them behind the sticks. You stop run early. You 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 get wins on first and second down. They're in third and long. They have to pass. That's when things gets fun. That's when you get to pin the ears back. And three point four sacks per game allowed by this Ravens team. Stop the run. And I guarantee you that the pressure will get home when they are eventually forced to pass in a third and seven or a third and eight kind of situation. So it all starts with, as it really always does with football, stopping that run, making that team one-dimensional. And then I think the Steelers can just tee off. I mean, Mm -hmm. no Joe Hayden potentially this week. Again, uh, secondary, obviously, when Joe's out, We've talked about that trickle-up effect of having to move up right. the, the depth chart and how it really limits that secondary once you have to put guys like Witherspoon in different spots or elevate their level of, of playing time. I don't know if you really need the corners to cover that much in this game because if they can just kind of stay on their men loosely or if they can just make it so that Huntley has to sit back there for two or three seconds, I think pressure's getting home most times or not. So I... I think that's the formula to win is just stop that run and get a ton of pressure on the quarterback. And I I think the Ravens would struggle to score 10 points in this game, which the offense for the Steelers can slowly but surely chug their way to 13 at least. Let's hope so. Well, Boswell will get them there at least. Boswell can – you just got to get him into field position. And you know what? You got to create some turnovers. I I bet you Watt's going to be punching like crazy. So I bet you he gets a fumble at some point. That's what I was going to say. You got to get yourself – you got to create some turnovers to give yourself some fair field advantage. So when the offense goes three and out, it doesn't positions. matter. Boswell can right. still make a 40-yard. Exactly what happened against Tennessee. Yeah, just make it so that even when your offense is awful, 
Boswell will right. be able Can to still just beat you boot win. one right yep. through. Uh, and then real quick on offense, I would try to run early. I mean, yes, just because they're amazing against the run, a lot of that is because teams just don't run against them, so they haven't really had that much of a test. And you're coming you're off of Najee's the, best game of the that's year. That's the thing. You're at the point now, Pittsburgh, where you have one of the studs. You have the workhorse. You have a top. You have a. Chub. I'll say it. I'm you, gonna say it. You have a top five running back. He, you don't, first of all, you he's top four right now. You don't care about matchups anymore. He's top four right you now. Don't, right. When you get you to that top five elite Dalvin Cook, when he's healthy, Christian McCaffrey, yeah, you Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, you don't care how good the other team is at, at stopping the run. They don't have to go up against your guy every single week. Yep. So I, I keep running early and often. If that doesn't work, then you got to throw the ball. But run the ball, and if he's getting good four or five yards per carry— that play action pass deep ball, that's going to be wide open for mm-hmm. Ben. And I'd love to see Ben hit one last fly route for a touchdown in, in Baltimore. That'd be we'll great. We love it. That'll do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. Steelers and Ravens doing battle at 1 p.m. on Sunday at MNT Bank Stadium. Tune in for the season finale and keep your fingers crossed that the Jaguars and the Steelers get the job done and we get playoff football next week. But for Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opferman. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Steelers Standard, and we'll talk to you guys on our next episode.